Warning. The following show contains material that may not be suitable for children, Bible thumpers, or conservatives. Do not attempt to recreate any of the stories from the show as this may result in harm or anal tears. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh my god. Jesus. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Gay by Boo. Sorry, that was horrible. Oh my god. We really do need to figure out, or not we, but more I, need to figure out a better intro that we just continue to go through, you know, throughout the fucking history of this show. You know, at first it was hashtag gang gang, hashtag horrible, hashtag horrible, cringy. I could go on and on. Um, And then it was, what is up, my fellow homos and faggots? But I feel like that's a little intense for the little faggots that are just watching the show. So maybe something a little more subtle. You know, we're going to evolve. I'm going to do it again. Okay, ready? Are you guys ready? What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the gay bible yeah (laughs) we'll just we'll just continue from that horrible fucking stampede of a mess so if you're new to this show and this is your first time you are joining us well let me just say welcome you know i'm happy you came um i just i remember the first time that uh i came into this show and i'm really happy that you came too now if you're wondering if you should start from the very beginning and work your way up to this point well let me first off by saying there is absolutely no reason to do that every episode offers its own little twist its own little spin on things that really doesn't you know connect to the other episodes you know it's kind of like south park you know it has an underlining theme but you could literally pick up from any episode that you want and i honestly love that about this show there's not a oh god you had to watch Watch two episodes ago to understand this episode. It's just, it's whatever you make about it. And I really do love that. And I'm happy that you guys can follow along with that. But for the people that have been here from the very beginning, you already know that for whatever I talk about on any one of the episodes, I always add my own flavor to it. No, the flavor is not my cum. Come on, guys, get your cum out of the gutter. Um, I think that's how the saying goes, but it's something a little bit more dynamic than that. But if you're going to compare my stories or just this show in general to let's compare it to um, let's compare it to a coffee drink order. You know, this is how I would make it. And this is literally like this is all random. I don't even know if this will make sense. I'm kind of hoping it does come out. So you're probably asking what kind of drink are we going to make? Well, we're going to make what I am. We're going to make an Aries Gemini Capricorn Mocha. Okay. If you've never made that, let's follow along, take your little notepad and just write it down because you're going to love this drink because it really does justify what this show is. Now for the very first part of this drink, the very first instruction to making this hot mess of a fucking coffee, what you're essentially going to do first is you the listeners or whatever, the coffee makers per se, what you're going to want to do is you're going to fill your cup up with soaring ass hot milk that will literally give your tongue fourth degree burns. And you know what? This is to resemble my hot, stubborn personality. Now, 
for the second part of this drink. We will essentially be dumping a quarter cup of sprinkles and marshmallows into a cup along with four espresso shots. This is to resemble the Gemini part of me because guess what? Geminis resemble something beautiful until you taste it and then you go crazy and then you start having the shakes. <laughs> Okay, so lastly for this drink, what you need to do is you need to add some whipped cream and cookie crumble to the top because as the Capricorn part of this drink, it is the only thing that is gonna make sense. It's And it's grounded. And to top everything off, you're gonna wanna dip your biodegradable straw in some VCR cleaner, commonly known as poppers. And yes, we are using biodegradable straws because bitch, the gay Bible is not trying to kill no turtles. We're trying to save those turtles. We're trying to save them motherfuckers. But when you take your first drink, not only will this drink resemble me, but it will resemble this show. So please let me know what you think about it. So it's going to taste like complete shit. No, I'm kidding. Honestly, now I kind of want to make this. I don't even know where I thought about that. I was just like, what is in my brain right now? And we're just going to we're just going to speak it. We're just going to speak coffee recipes. You know, I always love the intros to each and every single one of these episodes because it honestly never has to do with anything that the episodes are about. You know, one moment where we're talking about, you know, having sex in a fucking honey bucket behind the Sears. And then the next we're talking about family trauma, you know, and this is kind of how my interviews have been going. And I haven't really realized that until I have played back some of my episodes. But when I'm replaying some of my episodes, this is what's essentially happening. I am interviewing somebody and I'm like, yo, tell me how you fucking take it. Like, how do you take that dick? And then the next I'm like, so how did your father beat you? Like, what was that like? It's like, whoa, it is a total fucking 360. You know, and I think the reason I do that is it does truly resemble one of my favorite things in this world. And that is foreplay. You know, you get someone really and truly comfortable, or in my case, very loose. And then you go in for the real questions, you know, but in saying all of this, you know, what are we going to be talking about today? Drum roll, please. We are talking about steroids. Ooh. If you guys didn't get that from the title, then like, I don't know. I don't really know what to tell you at this point, but yeah, we're talking about steroids. It's going to be a very fun conversation. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about the ones that you get from a drug dealer. And then you have to inject that shit into your asshole with a needle that you found behind a dumpster at a Walmart. Guys, obviously I'm kidding. You get that shit on prime Amazon. Like what shows up to your door the next day? It's great. It's a great system. Thank you, Bezos. You know, everybody shits on Bezos and they actually need something last minute and they're like oh my god like amazon's the greatest you know like yeah they're like you know destroying the planet and they're like literally killing their warehouse workers but like ugh, i just needed my steroid needles like you know like in less than 24 hours like thank you now for this conversation we're going to be talking about why i took them the after effects you know the pros and the cons what happened you know the lessons that i learned you know why certain people take them and if i recommend people taking them now let's talk about when and why did i do them now i think to do the story complete justice i really do need to start from the very beginning so the very beginning of this story is i was 19 years old i had just graduated high school and i had actually met my very first boyfriend and the best part to that first relationship is, you know, I never got a date in elementary school. I never got a date in middle school or high school. The greatest part of this relationship is it compressed all of those learning moments that I was supposed to learn during those moments and it compressed it into one year. So though that relationship did not end on the best terms, 
I would do it again because at the end of the day, I learned so much from that that I can continue into a possible future relationship. And continuing with that, what happened was I met this individual. It was a great summer romance. You know, we continued after the summer. You know, we continued, I think we dated for eight months, nine months, almost a year. I just say it's a year because we we round, you know, if the numbers pass five, we fuck it round. If you haven't taken algebra, get to it. But what happened from that is I would say six months or seven months into dating, he, you know, wanted to up his game. He wanted to get bigger. And, you know, a big thing in our community, if none of you, you know, you younger little homos out there know, but it's very common within our community to take steroids, like very, very common. Like you could probably walk into any gym in Seattle, just go up to your local queer or fairy and be like, hey, I want to do some steroids. They would know exactly where to get them or they would just give you some. (laughs) It's very like, it's very quick. That's why I love the city. I can't wait to move back there. But what happened was he was genuinely like interested in doing them. Like he, you know, knew people that, you know, sold them and didn't just sell them, like sold the good shit, like the RX brand, like, you know, name brand shit. You know, everybody's talking about, ooh, the Gucci or the Louis Vuitton, get that RX fucking medicine. But what happened was I was like, you know what? Like if he's doing them, then I want to do them. You know, I want to look big. Like I want to, you know, I want to look fucking yoked. And during this time, I had really bad body dysmorphia. You know, I really would always look in the mirror and I would be like, I really don't like what I see, you know, and that was a really bad reason for doing that. And we'll talk about that later in this episode. But what happened was we took them together. So we're doing this for a month and a half. I think my cycle until I quit was a month and a half. So what ended up happening to get to the really good juicy parts of this story is we started doing them together. We were working out every single day. We were um, administering these shots into our fucking asses like I think once a week, everything was going very smoothly. And I would be lying if I was sitting and speaking into this mic saying that I didn't see results. Guys, I got huge. I went from twink to twunk in a month and a half. I got huge. You know, I remember I hadn't seen family or friends in at least a month and a half since I started. And I remember going back home and I remember seeing my friends. And the first thing that my family and my friends said was nothing. They just literally fucking had their mouth open and they were just like, you look different. And I was like, what do you mean? They were just like, you look like a fucking man. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like when you take steroids, like your shit gets massive. Like in a month and a half, I tripled my body size. It's it's insane. It's absolutely insane what those drugs do to you. It is crazy to look back at pictures now and be like, wow, like I was really Twinkie. I look like a total Twinkie. And then in a month and a half, I transformed my entire body into a twunk, like a muscly twink. But I think before continuing within that story, I really do need to say the pros and the cons to this. So obviously the pros is you're going to get yoked. You're going to huge at an alarming rate. You're going to feel powerful. You are going to feel like nothing in this world can stop you from doing anything. After doing steroids, I really did come to the conclusion that men should really not be in charge of fucking like handling the codes to the nukes. Like, fuck no. Like when I was on that shit, I was literally just roid rage i was just like don't fuck with me how dare you like you know like it was total heterosexual 
vi- like I felt like a straight man sometimes, like walking around the gym, like with my fucking dick out being like, yeah, get a fucking load of me. Like if anybody came into human contact with me during this point, I'm just like, sorry that you had to see like one of the, one of the better cringiest moments of my life. But I think the funniest story that happened from taking those steroids is there was this one time I went to the gym in Capitol Hill. It's called PNW. All the queens know where this place is. This is considered the gay gym in Seattle. So I was going there with the dude I was with and he went to the bathroom. He was getting ready and I'm just chilling out at the lobby and this really nice guy comes. I don't remember his name, but he was super nice. I wonder if he still works there, but he just comes up to me and he's just like, I really like your tattoos. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he's like, what do those mean? And I just, I literally rip a part of my fucking shirt off. My my tattoo is on my is on my right tit. And I was wearing a tank top. So I literally ripped some of my tank top off to expose my tattoo. And I'm like, yeah, right here. Yeah. This means uh forever evolving. And the equal symbol within it means um human equality, you know, because I'm gay. And he was <laughs> this is so cringy. And he literally just looks at me. He's like, oh, that's awesome. I'm gay too. And I was like, fucking right on, bro. And I literally fist pump him. This was horrible. The cons to this is obviously I had roid rage <laughs> really bad. <laughs> so after the story, I kept taking them um, until there was something that did actually happen that did affect my life kind of kind of forever, if I'm going to be completely honest. And and this part of the story is a little bit hard to share um, just because it does hit really deep. But where the story leads is everything was going perfectly. We kept taking the shots together. We kept working out. We kept getting big. It was great. It was like a couple's project that we did together. Like how yoked can we get until it wasn't? And you know, people say things can change in a blink of an eye and things really did. So there was a day that I needed to administer the shot in my booty. And I was going to be back up north. I was living up in Bellingham at the time. And what happened was he loaded a shot for me to take home and inject myself. But I had no experience. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So what happened was I'm home. Um, I just finished class at this time. And I got home and I knew I had to give myself a shot. So I go into my bathroom. I pull the shot out and I stick in my butt. I pull it up just to make sure there's no blood vessel or I'm not hitting any blood vessel and everything came back good. So this is the part of the story that's a little bit, you know, sensitive. So what essentially happened was I injected it and then my heart started beating out of my chest. It started beating a thousand miles an hour as what it seemed to be. And I started getting lightheaded, vision started getting super blurry, and I had hit a blood vessel. This was the scariest moment in my entire life. Um, I thought I was going to die. And, you know, I try to joke about it, but at the end of the day, like, no, like that was the moment where I really did think that I was going to die. Um, I had to be rushed to the ER and luckily I was okay. Um, and they didn't have to do anything. They just needed to make sure that I was stable and that I was good enough to go home. But my life completely changed for that entire year after that night. So after being at the doctors for a couple hours, they finally were like, okay, it's fine. You are fine. Your your vitals look okay. If you have any more problems, please come back to us. And so essentially what I did was I went home and I tried to sleep it off. But the problem was every single time I would close my eyes, I would wake up gasping for air and I would feel like panic attacks were coming on. And these panic attacks, they didn't act like panic attacks. They either felt like I was having a seizure 
or I was having a heart attack. So it even made it worse. So every single night I would call my friends, I would call my family every single night and I would just say how much I love them. And I was just like, I love you so much. You have been an amazing part of my life because every single night when I closed my eyes, I did not think I was going to wake up. I thought that I was going to die every single day. You know, it got to the point where I couldn't work out for an entire year, you know, because every time I would work out, if my heart rate got to a certain point, it would trigger something in my brain that would trigger a panic attack, which in my mind I thought was a seizure or a heart attack. So I had to be rushed to the ER, I think, two or three times that entire year because of what was going on. I was having horrible sleep. I couldn't sleep because I was so scared that every time I did sleep, I wouldn't wake up. Um, you know, again, I couldn't work out. So I started gaining weight and, you know, my health was not good at this point, but slowly, but surely I started to come back to one, like my hormones, you could tell they were leveling out again and everything kind of seemed like it was going back to normal. Um, but that took a year, if not more to finally get to that point. So that was a whole year of having psychological issues to the point where I couldn't go to sleep. I was severely depressed because I thought I was going to die every single day, you know, that I was going to be leaving my friends and my family behind, you know, and the good kind of family, you know, and that was that. And I look back at that situation and I'm like, whose fault was that? Was it my boyfriend's that I was dating at the time or was it mine? Well, I would say two years ago, I put all that blame on the person I was dating. But I think getting older, I definitely realized that it was not my partner's fault. It was my fault. You know, at a certain point, you have to take accountability for the things that you say or do. And at the end of the day, it wasn't him that said yes to doing it. It was me, you know, and, you know, all said and done, you know, I look back at that situation and I really do internalize it a lot. And I really do think about it sometimes. And this is not to, you know, play victim. This is not to fucking throw a pity party, but I know my body And I unfortunately know and have the strongest gut feeling that doing that kind of drug and not doing it properly and doing it incorrectly probably cut five to 10 years off my life. But continuing from that, I do want to talk about the lessons that I did learn from that. And that is essentially that anybody that is thinking about taking steroids, because I'm not going to lie, like what I said in the very beginning of you know this part of the episode, there is a pressure to have that body, that ripped body that you see so many gay individuals have. And this was not something that I knew coming into the community. You know, I definitely was never super comfortable with my body, but I, it was manageable. You know, it was fine. You know, and looking back, what did I learn? Like, what were the lessons that I took away from that? Well, the first one is, I wish I would have known, or in better terms, I wish I would have loved myself when I was 19 years old. And, you know, actions do speak louder than words. And those were the actions of somebody that did not love themselves. Because why would I do that? to my body if I did love myself because you have to treat your body as if it's another person like you are in a relationship with yourself why would you inject that with all of the possible side effects that comes with that if you loved yourself with anything in life if it promises you a short-term benefit don't do it So there is the question that I was thinking about, do I recommend that people take steroids? 
Um, like I'm going to say, and I, I do have a very strong opinion about this specifically after doing this and having lived through this. I think the only time that you should be doing steroids is when you are trying to further your athletic career. You know, that means bodybuilding, you know, somebody that is a swimmer, a biker, anything. If you're trying to progress in your athletic career or field, then do it. You know, why not do it? Because you already have a strict diet and you've been religiously following that. And you've also been religiously following, you know, a workout plan. You know, this is just to specifically get you to where you want to go. But this is when it changes. When you want to do steroids because you just want to get big and you just want to look good. That's when I'm like, why? Why would you want to do something and do that to your body that has, by the way, irreparable damage? that you can never come back from, why? To just look in the mirror and just say, wow, like I look good and people think I'm sexy. What is the point when one day you decide to get off of them? Well, guess what? If you aren't already on a strict diet and a strict workout plan, guess what? It's the same thing that happened to me. You're gonna lose everything that you worked for. And when you're looking back, you're gonna be like, wow, not only did I do that to my body and the effects are probably irreversible. You know, we're talking about possible cancer. We're talking about hair loss. We're talking about so many different things. And I'm thinking, was it worth it? Was it worth it when you could have just done it the better way and just worked out and stuck to a diet and gotten there the same way, though it would have taken longer, but you still would have gotten there and it wouldn't have been that you are putting your own body in harm's way. So when people ask me, no, I say, if that is your only reason because you just don't like looking at yourself in the mirror, then join a fucking gym, get your mind in the right place, start fucking practicing love towards yourself. After I got off the roids and it was after a year, I really didn't like my body. I hated it. I was like, wow, I did this. I looked amazing. I loved looking at myself in the mirror. And now not only do I hate looking at myself in the mirror, I have health effects that I'll probably have till the day I die. You know, and there were some days I was just like, you know what, why don't we just go back on them? You know, but that was when I definitely knew that I needed to change my thinking of myself. And our brain is a very powerful thing. So instead, what did I do? I didn't bitch and moan in the mirror every single time I saw myself. I looked at myself and I said, Jake, you are beautiful. You have an amazing body. You are healthy. And that is all that matters. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't believe it. I still think I looked gross in the mirror. But after about saying that for a week, my whole perspective changed. When I looked in the mirror, I believed it. I was looking in the mirror and my body was exactly how I wanted it to look. You know, that whole thing, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. Well, you are that beholder and you get to decide if you're beautiful or not. If you say something about yourself, it is true. If you say that you're a lazy piece of shit, then it's true. But if you tell yourself that I'm a hard worker, I am a good friend, I am beautiful, then you are. Because if you believe it, then it is true. You know, except when you tell yourself that you didn't murder that person, even though you did murder that person, because then that really doesn't come into effect and that really doesn't apply. But you, you guys get what I'm saying. You guys get it. Don't get that shit mixed up. I don't want a lawsuit. 
You know, and a big lesson that I wish I would have known, you know, that I'll tell anybody that's listening that is significantly younger and, you know, thinking and thinking about taking steroids because you feel the full pressures of what it's like to be in this community and you want to cave into that pressure of having that perfect fucking toned sculpted body. You know, this is the advice I'll give you is fuck the steroids. Honestly, fuck all of that. Even if you're older, fuck the steroids, because guess what? You have to worry about hair loss, horrible acne, mood swings, possible cancers, and small balls. Okay, guys, that's it for this episode. Like I always say, if you love us, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your homophobic family members. I love getting death threats from them. It honestly makes my whole day. It honestly makes my whole week. But in saying that also, if you do like the show, give us a thumbs up, give us a review, five stars, anything below that is just... Pussy talk. (laughs) Pussy talented. He do cartwheels. And he like when he... I don't know the rest of the song. But anyways. But if you do like the show, give us a five-star rating. Leave us a review right into the show anytime. I'd love to hear from you guys. It honestly makes... It really does bring me joy. Oh, I do love every single one of you guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And I will see you guys for next week. Bye. Bye.